0: Welcome to Preaching into the Mirror, I'm Sharmini Kumar. Each week I'm spending time with some of the stories of Jesus, according to the Gospel readings of the Revised Common Lectionary, if that means anything to you. And I'm preaching the sermon that I think I most need to hear. You can't tell but I look myself in the eye when I'm preaching via a mirror. You're welcome to eavesdrop. This week's passage is Luke three fifteen to 17 and then verses 21 and 22. And it's Luke's retelling of the baptism of Jesus... And it contains such a mishmash of ideas about who Jesus was. So we start with John the Baptist because there are people who think that John the Baptist might be the Messiah and John is keen to set them straight. In fact, he's like, hell no, I'm not the Messiah. You think I'm scary going on about judgment and justice and stuff. Just wait till you see the real thing. Then you'll get some hellfire and brimstone. So John clearly has one kind of idea about who Jesus was going to be, who the Messiah was going to be. And then along comes Jesus. And the first thing he does is get in amongst the people and get himself baptized. And we know because Luke tells us that John was preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And maybe it sounds Uh, Maybe it seems counterintuitive for Jesus to join in with that kind of a baptism, but I think that's because I've got used to thinking about myself as an island, thinking about just me. My baptism is about just me. My faith is about just me. But Jesus climbs into the filthy Jordan River along with the rest of the people because there's more to repentance than feeling sorry for what I am personally responsible for. And there's more to forgiveness of sins than dealing with just what I can be held culpable for. Because regardless of where sin comes from, regardless of where evil and injustice and pain come from, we're all mired in it, we're all, we all live in it, we all perpetuate it and suffer from it. And Jesus, by stepping, stepping into that water, is saying, well, that's not good, let's change that. And Jesus, by stepping into that water, is saying, I'm in some sense not different from the other people that I'm joining in this ceremony. I'm kind of ordinary, says Jesus. But also I love that Luke doesn't actually focus on the ceremony itself. Jesus jumps in line and hops in the pool along with all the other people gathering around. Jesus casts his lot in with the humans. And I don't know what John was expecting, but from the sound of his proclamations, it wasn't this. The one that Jesus was, uh, sorry, the one that John was talking about, the one whose sandals he wasn't worthy to untie, who's going to bring the fire and the winnowing fork, and I don't actually know what a winnowing fork is, but it sounds painful, that one has just dunked himself in the river along with the rest of the plebs as a sign of being part of a community that is turning away from sin and injustice. So John has one idea of Jesus, and Jesus shows another side of himself by joining in with this communal act of baptism. But just then, when it seems Jesus might be entirely ordinary and just the same as everyone else, and the heavens open. Jesus is praying, and the heavens open, and we see the Holy Spirit, the dove, and we hear the voice of God saying that Jesus is the beloved one. Still ordinary, still one of the people, still the one who is bringing change and bringing fire, like John said. But all of this tied together and grounded in being the one who is perfectly loved by God and who invites all of us into that exact same identity. Amen.